right, if you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the book of Acts. Acts. And may we not act up in the wrong way. Acts chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. <clears throat> now this is right after Peter and John had touched the man, and in the name of Jesus, he was able to walk again. Verse 1 of chapter 4, the book of Acts says, And as they spake unto the people, the priest, that is the preacher, and the captain of the temple, that is the chairman of the deacons, and the Sadducees, that is the folk, came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Now, the reason they didn't like being, preaching about the resurrection, you see, the people, the Sadducees, they did not believe in the resurrection of Jesus. And so I learned it this way. That's why they were Sadducees. <laughs> they did not believe in the resurrection of Jesus. So when somebody says, well, what did the Sadducees believe? They didn't believe in the resurrection. That's why they were Sadducees. Okay, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead, and they laid hands on them. They were so mad at Peter and John, and they put them in prison. They chained them up until the next day came. For it was almost in the evening when this happened. Howbeit, many of them which heard the word believed. And the number of the men, the Bible says, was about 5,000 people who heard the word of God and who believed. You see, the fire's already set. I mean, it is out of control. And verse 5 says, And it came to pass on the next day that the rulers, the elders, and the scribes had got all the committees together. Oannes was in there, the high priest, Caiaphas, John and Alexander, and as many as were close-knit to the high priest. Uh, we're stay on the good side of the preacher, boys, if you want to go to heaven. Bull, you better be on the side of Jesus, because the preacher may not be on the right side. Gathered together at Jerusalem headquarters. And when they had set them in the middle of them, they surrounded them and they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Old Peter was foaming at the mouth. He couldn't wait to get to speak a word for the Lord. You know, Peter says, and he was filled with the Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, you big shots, you rulers of this people, and you elders of Israel, if we this day be examined, if you were to put us on trial, of a good deed that's been done to this impotent man, a man who was crippled, a man who hadn't walked since he was born. By what means he's made whole. Here he stands before you. Proof's in the pudding, guys. Verse 10 says, And be it known unto you all that all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand before you completely 
healed. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which you become the head of the corner. Father, thank you, Jesus, that I believe that you are alive. I know you're alive. I know you're well. God, speak through us today. Lord, get me out of the way that your Holy Spirit might invade every seat in this building and invade the heart of every person seated here today. God, touch us in a magnificent way, and we'll praise your holy name, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I have followed many trails in my life. I don't even have a clue how many trails I've followed, but I can tell you that some of these trails that I have followed have not been good. On the other hand, the good trails that I followed were led by people and left by people who were genuine. Do you know somebody like that? I want you to think in your heart and mind about some people who have left a good, genuine trail for you to follow. I have followed a many of of people and their trails have uh, proved to be genuine. I have tried my best to train our two boys the trail that they ought to go in and they have proved to me that they got it. Now, whether they stay on it or not is up to them. But I know within my own heart and my soul and my mind that I have taught them and led them here is the right trail, guys. I followed my daddy on trails that proved to be right. I followed my high school band director, starting off in the fifth grade all the way through the twelfth, that proved to be right. I followed my ag teacher on his trail as he taught us boys many, many, many things. And it proved to be right. I followed my RA leaders that I had back at Mount Pisgah Baptist Church, and it proved to be right. I followed my scout leader. Many a night, I can see Brother John Smith right now as he would be leading us boys, and some of us would be lagging behind. You know how boys will do. It'd be at night, no lights. He had a flashlight, and he would turn it on, and he'd do it like this right here. I can see him now. And we knew that meant catch up, catch up now, or be left behind. He led us on a good trail that proved to be right. I followed many pastors, and I look back on them now, and every one that I, that I can name proved to be right. This morning, we have a new music director, music leader, and I am so happy and so thankful 
And Brother Mark, I'm praying that you will lead us on a musical trail that will not only glorify God, but lift up the family of God and glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. And I know he will. Last Sunday as I sit right here, I was so blessed by one of my preacher boys. Mac, you did a tremendous job, brother. And if I die today, y'all in good hands. God has blessed me in so many ways on different trails that he has allowed me to take. And this weekend was a brand new trail. 65 plus people up there and the only ones that I knew was Brother Steve and Kathy Willis. <laughs> Met a lot of new folk who were following trails. I hope that I left a good trail. Brother Mac preached last Sunday on legacy. My, what a powerful deal. And I felt led to sort of follow up, not take over, not do away with, but to add to. So I just simply titled this, Leaving a Good Trail to Follow. People are following you. Let me tell you something. If you're the daddy, your youngins and your wife should be following you. If you're the wife, your youngins and your husband should be following you. If you've got good parents, you need to be following those parents. But sad to say today, to start with, some of us daddies have not set the right example for anybody to follow. Sad to say, some of you mothers, you have not set the proper example for your children to follow. But listen, God gives us another chance. I wouldn't want to know that my boys followed the trail that I followed as a teenage boy. No, I haven't told them about it, and I'm not going to tell you because you go tell them about it. But I'm serious, guys. Trails are important. This coming Thursday night, I have been asked for the either the third or fourth time to go to Owings, South Carolina to preach in the Bar None Cowboy Church. I'm leaving trails there. The man that usually called me is following a new trail. Now he is in Africa, him and his wife, missionaries. So this guy calls me, and, and I don't recall his name. I can't remember his face. He said, is this Brother Kenny Owen? I said, yes, it is. Brother Kenny, this is so-and-so down at the Bar None Cowboy Church. We haven't forgot you, brother. Our people are wanting you back, and we want you to come Thursday night. Pray for me. Lord willing, that's where I'll be Thursday night. Friday night, Mac and Sandra and Lynn and I, and thank you, church, for paying for us. We'll be going over to Greenville to an encouragement, pastor and wife encouragement weekend. Saturday night, that's Friday, Friday night, and then Saturday morning, and then Saturday night, we'll be at Rock Springs Baptist Church for a pastor's and wives 
banquet, more trails, more pastors, more church leaders will be there. Many of them I'll know. They're leading trails for people to follow. Listen, I've got to lead the right trail, guys. I can't afford not to lead in the right way. So as I think about leaving a good trail to follow, first of all, there is the trail. Listen, there is the trail of personal experience. Look at verse 13. I want you to leave your Bibles open now to Acts 4. That's where we're going to be. A little bit in 3, but Acts 4. Verse 13, look what he says. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned, listen, that deacon, pastor, priest, Sadducee crowd said this is a bunch of unlearned, ignorant dudes. They don't even know what they're talking about. Well, after they saw what happened, it says they marveled. And they took knowledge. Now look, this is great. They took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Look at verse 20. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. That's what Peter said. Hey, we're just telling you all what we already know. We're just telling you all what we have seen. It's amazing to me. Listen, that is still trails going on today of people being healed, people being touched by the Holy Spirit of God. I thank God for our doctors. But I tell you what, I thank God even more when one says, Brother, I, I want to pray for you as we go into this surgery together. <laughs> I want you to. You're going to be whacking on me. I want you to be praying that, you, that God will guide that knife. Well, personal experience. Peter and John's boldness, not ashamed of the gospel. Peter and John's testimony. These people say, hey, looks like to me they've been with Jesus. And I read that, hey, as a witness, they said, what we, we're just doing what we've seen and heard, following the path of Jesus. So I asked myself, have I been with Jesus? Is there evidence, is there changes that have taken place because I've been with Jesus? Hey, it's, let me tell you something. It's not about me. It's not about Matt. It's not about Mark. It's about Jesus. There's no other reason. No other reason. Listen, not only the trail of personal experience, but we need to be leaving a clear-cut trail to follow. And that's the trail of the power of the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 8. Then Peter filled with the Holy Ghost. Listen, y'all. You can't, in the name of Jesus, do anything without being filled with the Spirit of God. And it be right, and it be what God wants. Fill with the Holy Ghost. He said, said unto them, you rulers of the people and the elders of Israel. Look at verse 10, skip down. Be it known unto you all, that to all people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, you killed him. And then my God raised him back to life again. Even by him doth this man stand before you completely healed. In other words, what are you going to do about that, buddy? You can chain us up, you can lock us up, you can cut our tongue out. But here stands a man who couldn't walk from the time he was born. He's walking. That chapter 3 said that old boy, when, when Peter and John reached out and caught him by the right hand, he stood up, he leaped, and he walked, and he followed them into the church house. 
<laughs> what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with that? He couldn't walk. Now he's walking and you say it's not right. What kind of deal is this? Listen, it's the right thing to follow God. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the world says. Newspapers, radio, TV. It's the right thing to follow God, y'all. Follow him. Follow him to the end. And he said, I won't leave you. Acts 1.8. And they received the power from God. All they were doing, after they got the power of the Holy Spirit, all they were doing was checking it out. Hey, can you imagine Peter and John? The Bible says they were on the way up to the, to, to the temple to pray at the hour of prayer when this run up on this old boy. Can't you imagine the Holy Spirit was working right there? And Peter and John might have sort of bumped off and said, you think we ought to try this? You think we ought to? Man, yeah, let's try it. What have we got to lose? Hey, isn't that, I don't have any silver. I don't have any gold, he says. But what I do have, I'm going to give it to you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Hallelujah. What a miracle took place right there. It's amazing to me what God does with his people when we are filled with the Holy Spirit of God. I ask myself this question. Well, how do I know I'm filled? Galatians 5.22 said, if I love God, if I have joy in the presence of his angels, in the presence of, of his people, if I have peace that passeth all understanding, if I have patience, if I have goodness, gentleness, Meekness, faith. Bible says there's no law against that stuff. Seems like every way you turn today there's a law. You can't do this, you can't do that. Hey, nobody can stop Galatians 5.22. It's written in blood. And I've got it and I ain't going to trade it for anything. We sing, let others see Jesus in you. Does your actions, does my actions show that they see Jesus in me. On our way back from our trip, I needed something for the camper. I stopped my camping world. And I'll be honest with you, I was boiling inside. But my inside was saying, don't let it go. I imagine that's the worst my nerves have been torn up since the experience at the highway department. I'm sure many of you in here have had that wonderful experience at the highway department. It seems like they have snakes and alligators stationed at the door. You know, God, I'm going to grab you before you get in there. Well, I just wasn't happy and I come away unhappy. Well, you know, as I walked away unhappy, now don't you listen. I didn't show out. God knows I did not. I just said, well, I appreciate your help. I turned, and this old boy says, hey, how you doing? I said, I'm doing, I'm all right. How you doing? <laughs> he said, come in here in my office. I want to show you something. He had this big old lion, and I ain't teasing. It come from Africa somewhere, and it was heavy. He said, feel this thing. He said, I didn't put it in my suitcase. He had it holding it by the tail like he said, that's the way I done. He said, oh, I want to tell you something, brother. Here's my card. He said, I'm in the ministry myself. And he said, hey, if I can ever help you, you just give me a call. And I hope you have a great day. I said, well, I hope so too. He said, you'll get over it. 
I'll declare. You know what? To show out in your face. Mad. Mule lip, you know. Just want to punch somebody. Well, go home and hit a brick wall. You won't do it but once. Being filled with the Holy Spirit means I'm supposed to act different. You hear me good? Listen, if you're saved and you, listen, you can't get saved without the Holy Spirit. So if you've gotten saved, the Holy Spirit lives in you. Let him fill you up. If you're into something you ain't got no business, run from it. Get away from it before it drags you down and your entire family down. Listen, I mean, I'm telling you, I got to be on guard every day. Every way I turn, I got to be on guard because of snakes and alligators. You know, I'm satisfied in the Jordan River. They were snakes and alligators. I don't know about alligators, but guaranteed there's snakes in there. And my Lord got baptized in the Jordan River. And then a snake followed him out into the wilderness. You better believe it. A snake is after you. An alligator is going to get you. And so is he after me and going to get you if we aren't on guard and if we aren't careful. You say, can I make a difference? You better believe you can make a difference. Listen, one split second on my part in the wrong place at the wrong time saying the wrong thing can ruin my trail forever. I've heard people say when a preacher goes sour, listen, a preacher goes sour, I've heard people say, you know, he baptized me. Do you reckon it's still good? If you got baptized in the name of Jesus, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it's good. I don't care who baptized, but it's an outlaw. All right, leaving a good trail to follow. Not only personal experience and the power of the Holy Spirit, I want you to listen it's a trail of proclaiming the gospel. Look at verse 20. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. What we have seen and heard. Look at verse 30, uh, 30, uh, 31. And when they had prayed. Now this is after they'd done threatening them and all this. And you boys going to have to stop doing what you're doing. They went into a prayer meeting. I'm satisfied they were saying, thank you, Jesus, for the snakes and the alligators is trying to take over my life. And so they began to pray. Look what he says. And when they prayed, the place was shaken, where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. They weren't ashamed of it. They jumped on top of that horse, and they rode it. All right, listen, it's important that we proclaim the gospel. He says they couldn't but speak of the things which they'd seen and heard, even in their praying. We've got to share Jesus, y'all, leaving a good trail. Let me give you another point right quick. Leaving a good trail to follow is a trail of proper priorities. Proper priorities. 168. Am I right there on the Sunday school this morning? Hello? What? 162. Eight of you should have been here. Six of you. Can't add, can't subtract, can't multiply. But I can divide right down here, okay? If you weren't in Sunday school, you know what? I'd be on my knees asking God to forgive me, and I'd be in there next Sunday. 
Listen, I want 200 plus in here. Sunday school. He said, I don't know what class to go to. Well, come to me and I'll carry the one. If it don't suit you, I'll carry the another. I'll carry the other one. When it all don't suit, then you and I'll gather over in the corner and we'll pray God start a new one. Okay, it's important that we get our priorities in order. I want to look back at chapter 3, verse 1. Now, Peter and John went up together into the temple in the hour of prayer. It was the ninth hour. They went up there because it was the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. If you don't like Sunday school, let's change it. If you don't like what's happening, let's change it. But don't quit. Don't stay out. Let it be a priority. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, put me first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You're going to say, I wish he hadn't taken last Sunday off. Okay. Let me give you a last one. We're talking about leaving a good trail to follow. There's a trail of partnering with others. You got anybody you're partnering with? I'm partnering with my Lord Jesus. I'm partnering with my wife. I'm partnering with, with Mac and Mark. I'm partnering with you. Look at verse 32. That makes me feel good when I hear pages turning. Hey. Verse 32 of chapter 4. We're talking about partnering with others. He says, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things in common. One heart, one soul, one mind. When it comes to leaving a good trail of Jesus for others to follow, the Bible says one faith, one Lord, one baptism. It's called the Jesus way. It is not a way. It is not the way. It's the only way. I beg you to let's get on board with what God's doing here. Let's work together. Let's pray together. And I beg y'all, listen. We have a pretty good number on Sunday night. But it could be better. Are you the reason it's not better? I beg you, come. We have a good time in music, testimonies, preaching, studying the Word of God. I beg you, you're leaving a trail for somebody. If it's not the right trail and you know it, change trails. Get it right. We only got one time to pass through here, y'all. One time. And that's it. There's not going to be another trip. You're not coming back as a dog. You're not coming back as anything. Once we leave here, it's over. It's over with. Unless you leave here before Jesus comes, and you're already in heaven, when he comes back, he's going to bring you with him. But you're not coming back to this earth. You're going to stop in the clouds, and the dead in Christ are going to rise first. 
If you're done dead, I hope you're going to be in that number. <clears throat> if you're alive, say amen. Not too alive. I just want you to let us lead and cut the right trail for others to follow. Jesus, thank you for your holy word. Thank you for your presence in this place. Lord, speak to our hearts. You know, without you, we realize and know we are nothing. But we realize and know with you, we can do all things. So I pray that you'd strengthen, that you'd encourage, that you'd help us. If we need to do any repenting of sin, that we do that at this altar, God. That you'd speak to our hearts. And that we would, if we're on the wrong trail, that we'll cut a new trail. And make that change that God wants us to make. In Jesus' name, amen.